started now. Is it fine for everyone? Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> let's get started. Uh, okay, so uh, welcome everyone. I'm Henriette. Uh, I'm lead marketing and sustainability at Palo IT, and uh, I will be uh, the one moderating this uh, discussion uh, today. Um, so we organized this event because we want to share a project we have been working on um, lately that can uh, still scale sorry, sustainable farming practices around the world. Uh, because uh, yes, as you may know, sustainable farming practices are not mainstream yet. Um, the numbers show that uh, one third of the world's fruit and vegetable crops will be lost due to climate change. Um, and as we have a growing uh, worldwide population, how can we how can we meet this growing uh, food demand? It's a, it's a real question we, we wanted to to answer uh, through this uh, this project. Uh, because on the other hand, we have smallholder farmers in emerging countries uh, that are the main lever to solve this uh, environmental and social challenge and issue. As according to the Food Alimentation uh, Organization, they produce more than 70% of the food consumed across the world. Uh, did you know that? I, I didn't uh, when we started the, the, whole, uh, the whole city project with Sapa. Um, however, agricultural populations uh, in emerging countries uh, um, are often come from rural and um, even remote areas and do not uh, take advantage of global value chains. So at XAPA and uh, Palo IT, um, we believe we need new and more innovative production models and also relationships. And the relationship part is very important and uh, we will talk about it with you later uh, to build a more sustainable and responsible world. Uh, XAPA is a consulting uh, firm. Let me present XAPA first. Um, they are a mission-driven company that intend to leverage low-tech digitalization uh, in order to, to, to support small agribusiness players around the world. Uh, in their professional and economic transformation, reducing tremendous environmental impact. Uh, at XAPA, they also want to create a relationship between producers and uh, companies and big corporations. Um, and that's why they created the SUTI program that Atim will present later. Um, and Palo IT, uh, we are a global innovation consultancy and innovative software, uh, agile software development company. Uh, we are dedicated to helping companies uh, embrace uh, tech as a force for good. Um, and we are uh, an international community of innovators, designers, and technologists. Um, our design and tech teams work closely with XAPA on the, on the SUTI program and on, the, on developing the SUTI uh, mobile app. And that's why Jordan, uh, our designer here, uh, that worked on the on the Suti on the Suti uh, uh, application and design and design um, thing, we'll talk about it with you later. Uh, Jordan is a is, is a designer, and the co-design process we put in place with uh, Xapa is uh, is very interesting and is key to to unlock the, the, the kind of uh, of uh, project. So we will deep dive the design processes we put in place on the SUTI program here today. Um, so now let's do a round table uh, and I will start with you, Atim. Can you present yourself and share your experience uh, on, this, on this topic? Yeah. 
Hi everyone, uh, so uh, very happy to be here today. So my name is Ati Misufali. I am in charge of uh, the design, the implementation and the follow-up of uh, all our activity uh, on the field. So coordinating the partners uh, among them and uh, of course uh, assessing the, the daily implementation and measuring the impact also of our project. So my background is agroeconomist and I, um, I used to work with small other farmers because here and today we are talking and focusing on small older farmers like farmers uh, who have usually uh, the definition is uh, less than two hectares uh, and uh, they are considered like um, uh, self-sufficient uh, farming system and also selling a little bit of their um, of their uh, additional products. So um, my uh, responsibility at SAPA and in the SUTI program is really to design this project. And today the design uh, is uh, not only uh, due to one organization, but in our approach, it's really a co-design approach that we have uh, in, 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 in our approach. Maybe, uh, uh, Christian, you want to introduce yourself after that? Sure, sure. thank you, Hatim. Thank you. So uh, my name is Christian Chateauvieux, um, and I work uh, with Hatim at XAPA, uh, where I'm responsible for the suite of uh, digital tools that we build to support uh, the SUTI initiatives that we'll be describing in a very short while, uh, and tools that are aimed uh, at speeding up and scaling the deployment of these SUTI initiatives around the globe. Uh, and uh, these tools address our, our SUTI program participants, uh, but also the local implementation partners who assist us on the ground, and we will hear from them later on. Uh, and of course, the industrial groups that sponsor these initiatives and that want to follow some key indicators pertaining to the program and its actual impact. Um, so a few words about myself. I have an information technology background initially. Um, I hold a, a computer science engineering degree and that I would probably qualify myself as an IT architect, although I had had several uh, technical management and partner relationship development roles in my 20 year career in the software industry. Um, and in the past years, I have decided to also specialize into sustainability and, and corporate social responsibility management. Uh, and so for this reason, um, I crossed the path of uh, XAPA and uh, I also have another hat at XAPA, which is the one of a sustainability consultant. And uh, really, I'm really excited to be here today uh, to talk about the journey we've been through in the past couple of years and to share details of uh, an initiative that I hope will bring a tremendous positive impact to uh, vulnerable populations in developing countries. Uh, who shall I pass the ball, Henriette? Thank you, Christian. Thank you, Hatim. Um, maybe Cipri, can you tell us more about uh, yourself? Okay, thank you so much and for having me here. And uh, hello, everyone. My name is uh, Cipri Dale. I'm uh, I'm here to represent uh, Sanskrit for Justice and Peace, uh, a small uh, NGO in Indonesia with. Uh, Headquarter in uh, now in Labuan Bajo in Flores in eastern part of uh, Indonesia. So it is a, really a small community-based uh, uh, 
organization working, uh, uh, doing research, but also uh, get involved in finding uh, solutions for for the farmers we have uh, for the problems we have with the community. And uh, started uh, last year, we uh, uh, get involved in the initiation of a, a new initiative uh, for smallholder. Uh, rubber farmers in Sumatra and aiming to work with the farmer champions, the community leaders to find solution for, for the problems suffered by, by these producers of global uh, commodities uh, in terms of increasing the uh, productivity of their, uh, their uh, uh, plantations, but also to get uh, fair price as, as we know that uh, uh, rubber is one of the main commodity of Indonesia, but it is uh, really a paradoxical fact that farmers still live in the, in the uh, very difficult situation. We see that uh, these problems should be addressed in the multi sectors. It's economic for sure, but it's also social and political and, uh, and it requires involvement of many actors. So as, a, as an NGO, we get involved in this uh, very difficult issue and trying to, to play the significant role as, uh, as much as possible in our uh, current position. Uh, looking forward to uh, our conversation this uh, afternoon. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, Cipri. Uh, and I heard that you were you were in contact with Jordan uh, during the the uh, application development process. Uh, Jordan, can you tell me more about yourself, uh, and then we will deep dive into the co-design of the uh, city. Uh, you're on mute, I think. Yep, sorry. Uh, so hi everyone. I'm Jordan, uh, service design and UX designer. Uh, from Palo IT, as Henriette uh, explained uh, just uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, so I've been working uh, closely with SAPA uh, on this uh, city project. Um, and I was in charge of the uh, experience of uh, our users. So all these uh, small orders, uh, farmers uh, in Indonesia. So I've been working closely also with uh, Cipri uh, to, to get all, uh, all I needed to co co-create and co-construct uh, the product we were developing. Thanks, thanks, Jordan. Thanks, everyone. It's, it's, it's important to, to mention that there are plenty of different expertise uh, um, involved on this project. And, uh, and we see that we have the NGO on the field, we have the sustainability consultant, we have the economist and agronomy, uh, agronomic expert, and we have the UX design expert. So it's important to mention that you need um, uh, plenty of different expertise to, to, to go on this type of project. Uh, now, Atim, can you tell me more about Suti and can you explain to us the, the, the program and how, uh, how you designed it uh, with Atxapa? Yes, um, yes. Uh, so maybe first, um, of course, there are lots of words that maybe people uh, might not know yet uh, that are uh, Suti or uh, app or the application and all that. So uh, first of all, let me just put uh, some background information on that. So uh, we just... Uh, observe uh, during the 20 uh, past years and even more uh, that most of the rural development project 
that are uh, developed and deployed um, in uh, emerging uh, countries uh, and usually by international institutions or organizations uh, tends to consider the farmers, more of the farmer, uh, more like recipient of an external support um, rather than participant or active uh, stakeholder. Uh, as a result, the, the activities and the trainings are usually designed uh, without their participation. I mean, direct participation. You can have uh, some tools that some organizations are using today, like PRI, uh, PRA, participatory rural approach, uh, but um, concretely asking the farmers their feedback about this content or this activity is, is very, very uh, rare. Uh, as a consequence, the, the, the project, they have a little uh, nor a zero impact on the long run. And uh, why uh, the situation is like that is because usually the farmers, the smaller the farmers that are so important, as you say, are yet in the, in, in, in the introduction because they are the ones who produce the food today. They are remote, uh, they are uh, uneducated, uh, they are very uh, hard to access them. So taking uh, account of their um, perspective or their idea or their uh, input is usually uh, long and difficult because uh, you also need to reach them. You need their trust and confidence. And it's usually something that, um, that is uh, time consuming a lot. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's why it's, uh, it's really challenging. However, uh, we uh, consider at AXAPA that uh, having farmers from the beginning of the design process and other stakeholders, of course, is really a key to have a full ownership and then uh, a full commitment on the project, even though, uh, I mean, in addition, if the project is uh, a two, three, four years uh, duration. So um, what we are doing at SAPA is that we have two, uh, we have three different uh, feature, features in our approach. The first one is that our approach is farmer centric. So we will develop content activities uh, that will directly benefit to the farmer. Uh, that is, uh, that is uh, obvious, but it's not so much uh, obvious. Uh, and, uh, and we are usually uh, in this kind of project, like you can see in this slide, we are working with uh, all the stakeholder of a supply chain. We are working on the supply chain by basis, and we are not working only with farmers or only with the industrial or with NGO only. We try really to involve all the stakeholders. So after this centric, uh, this farmer centric approach, we are also um, scanning all the different constraints and leverage we can uh, have all along the supply chain from the production until the uh, processing, uh, the final stage uh, of the product. So um, that's why, um, and, and of course, uh, we want uh, today to have impact. And so we want to go to scale. So designing an impactful project is one uh, duty. And the second one is how to deploy it on a very large scale. That's why SUTI is uh, entering in the game. SUTI stands for sustain, um, sorry, uh, Scale Up uh, Technical Training Initiative. That is a tool, an app that Christian will, uh, will explain you later on, uh, that provides uh, training, online training, 
and uh, curriculum to learn the good uh, agricultural practices for several uh, types of commodities. Here we are talking about rubber. And then this app uh, has, of course, uh, the capacity to be very low tech and then to be deployed at a very uh, minimal cost to many farmers. So you may have lots of technical questions about uh, how handy it is for a farmer. Do you need to uh, know how to read or, or to write? All this will be answered by Christian. But what I'm saying today is that um, through Suti, we are creating and we are changing the relationship between the different stakeholders within one supply chain. Um, and we really think that having all the stakeholders uh, involved in the co-design of uh, the project, that means the activities, the training content, the, the time frame, the ramp up uh, of the deployment is major uh, to, to, to be uh, really impactful. Um, maybe, uh, Henriette, you can... Uh, so, uh, indeed, just to sum up, we can say that the farmers, of course, uh, we are working with them. You can see that they are uh, on on the on the bottom uh, right side of, of the slide, uh, and they are the main target of our uh, of our action. But uh, to reach and to have an impact to farmer, we need to uh, mobilize a, a kind of ecosystem that is composed of, uh, as I told you, so Palo IT is there uh, because they are uh, supporting the SUTI initiative to design the application on, uh, let's say, on the hardware part. But we have also, um, at the beginning of the project, industrial buyers or investors. In the case of uh, our project in, uh, in Jambi, it's uh, Michelin and Porsche uh, who are funding the project in order to, um, to improve the sourcing quality and quantity uh, that their uh, local industrial partner, that is called Kirana here on the on the bottom left side, uh, will uh, receive from the small of the farm. So the idea today is uh, Scuti and Xapa are at the center of this whole ecosystem, coordinating and creating the co-design, let's say, mechanism, in order that all the participants have exactly the same level of information and also have the same vision of this project. So uh, clearly identify the impact for uh, the farmers, clearly identify the impact for the investors, and the, also the impact for uh, the local industrial partner. This is very important, but uh, usually in the project, you don't have a, a so, uh, let's say, ideal uh, situation. So um, as a matter of fact, XAPA appears like a convener, a conductor of the whole initiative, coordinating the technical, the financial partners, but also the local industrial partners, which will purchase the product from the farmers. So there are lots of interaction, and we need to make sure that these interactions are genuine and also uh, always uh, in the mind of the people uh, in when the project is uh, implemented. So this is, uh, let's say, theoretical co-design, so practically how do we do? What are the ingredients or what are the tools to create this, uh, this co-design process uh, among all these different uh, and diverse type of organization? Huh? So the most important, of course, is to, to talk uh, and to speak the same language. And this is uh, XAPA duty, is to be able 
to take the information from one and to transfer it, but also process it in order to make it understandable. Um, usually NGOs um, uh, have their own uh, dialect, I would say. Their acronym is the same for the business. And usually uh, these two different worlds, the private sector and the so civil society sector are not really in line and are not talking the same, uh, the same uh, language. And we need to make them work together and then talk together. So uh, being between these two structures enable us to really um, make the best of it, uh, play a, world, a, a, a role of translation, but also of, um, I would say, uh, facilitator in order to really identify what are the main levers, what are the main challenges that the, the farmer or the industrial are facing in order to prioritize them and really tackle them, I would say, uh, one by one. And uh, along this translation work in order to, to have the same level of information, uh, we need also to make lots of bilateral and multilateral bi uh, meetings to be sure that the level of information and the quality and what we are saying about the different activity, the achievement and the different stages of the project are really well understood uh, by everyone at the same time, I would say. And of course, uh, when you have this kind of coalition a very diverse type of coalition, everyone has his own interest to be in the project. Uh, you would say that the NGO, of course, they want to increase the income of the farmers. They want to participate to the alleviation of the, of the country or the district of the region where they are working, but they also want to maintain their activity. Whereas the farmers, of course, they are only, I would say only, but their the main concern is about their livelihood, their resilience, the, the diversification of their income, but also the, 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 to be sure that if they produce something, they will be able to sell it to someone at a, let's say, reasonable price. And if you look at the industrial side, this, the industrial partner usually is only interested about quantity he can get every year, like let's say increasing the quantity they can source, uh, the quality also is uh, more and more uh, something that uh, industrial partners are uh, taking care uh, of. Uh, but we can see that the uh, perspective of each of the members of the coalition is different. So we need to blend them and we need also to find win-win solution to be sure that if we improve the quality on one side, we need to be sure that the, uh, the, the, the one who will purchase it will value this uh, improvement of uh, the quality. So uh, we also use our app to uh, facilitate and to make this co-design also easier. So that's also a way where everyone can get the same level of information through the app, but also the same level of uh, information on the impact with dashboard, with uh, data that are uh, open, uh, open source and uh, something um, database that uh, our clients can um, check whenever they want. So the transparency is also um, in both ways. So uh, the level of information uh, is, uh, is always the same. Um, uh, I, I, I would say that uh, in this co-design process, uh, 
we also need to make people uh, working out of their zone of comfort uh, because uh, uh, an NGO working with uh, uh, an organization such as Palo IT who is working on uh, the implementation of a solution, technical solution, is totally different uh, of, the diff of the partner or the organization an NGO is used to work with. So you have to go out your zone of comfort and this is usually what is difficult in co-design. Um, but uh, maybe uh, I think uh, I, I have said, um, yes, after this uh, slide, I think it's okay. Yes. So the, the point is just to, just to sum up that uh, actually we, have, we are working with a diverse ecosystem of organization and, and uh, maintaining the same vision and the same direction required a, a daily effort, actually. But... Thank you. Thank you, Atim, for sharing with us uh, the SUTI program in all this, its uh, complexity and its intensity, because it's very very qualitative uh, initiative that you are bringing uh, together. Uh, thanks at XAPA. So congratulations on this. And, and thank you for your, uh, your expertise uh, on this. Um, uh, Christian, on your side, as a product owner uh, of the of the Suti uh, uh, app, uh, can you can you uh, how did you interact with Palo IT and uh, how did the whole IT project go on uh, for Suti? Yes, thanks. Uh, yes, very good question. Uh, before I answer this one, just um, I would like just to to um, um, continue on what Hatim said and, and talk a little bit more about the, the digital tools that we have developed. And then I will tell, tell what, what role Palo IT played in this. Um, as Hatim explained, we want to leverage digital tools in order to uh, accelerate the deployments and to scale the SUTI initiatives across the globe. We've been talking here about this particular example of natural rubber in Indonesia, but our core idea is to be able to replicate such initiatives uh, on various uh, different commodities and in different uh, regions in the world. Uh, so essentially, we've created uh, a, a methodology, I would say, and a product uh, to uh, allow us to replicate this very easily. So uh, we've created, uh, uh, with the help of Palo IT, and I'll, I'll touch upon that uh, just in a little while, um, uh, we've created a set of digital tools that will essentially so allow uh, our program participants, so in this case, the farmers, to access training contents uh, via an e-learning tool, uh, but also provide uh, regular insights on um, uh, the the actual uh, impact on, on how the capacity building actually brings impact uh, in their life and work conditions. Uh, so we send them regular surveys uh, that, that they, uh, they answer. And uh, uh, this is of utmost importance for us because we want to make sure that whatever we do uh, actually uh, makes an impact. And if not, uh, why these best practices are not adopted. Um, we also have um, a, a module in this participant app that allow uh, the farmers to uh, record in the digital world uh, the details about uh, their, their crop sales transactions that they typically do today in the informal economy. And that will also um, uh, help large industrial groups 
to better understand the, their sourcing of raw materials uh, in, in uh, value chains that are very fragmented and, and you, in which they don't mandatorily have a direct contact with these farmers. So uh, this is one aspect of this suite. We've also developed uh, um, an operational management system uh, to uh, assist our local um, uh, program implementation partners, so uh, SunSpirit uh, in this case, to manage the day-to-day -day activities of the project, which is uh, about enrolling farmers into the program and granting them an access to, in the app, uh, but then also organize the trainings, uh, that is, for instance, uh, creating farmer groups in, and cohorts, et cetera, and deal with the, you know, the anomaly or the day-to-day -day activities uh, pertaining to this. And finally, we have a third uh, suite of tool, which is the reporting dashboard. Uh, and that is really uh, aimed for our client uh, sponsors, our indus the industrial groups who, who uh, sponsor these initiatives. And uh, this is more of a, a business intelligence type of system through which they can monitor uh, the progress and the actual impact uh, of, the, of the program. So all of this, um, tools uh, we've, we've created with the, the help of Palo IT and we turned that into a, a, a product. So how did it all start? In, in fact, we were seeking for a, a long-term IT partner, uh, not just an IT services uh, supplier. Um, and we were seeking for a, a partner that would share our vision of sustainability and, uh, uh, and our vision of uh, leveraging technology for making impact uh, quickly and at scale. Uh, we were also looking for a, a player with experience uh, of working with uh, fragmented, underserved populations such as farmers in emerging countries and in rural areas. And uh, Palo IT not only shared our vision, uh, not only had some track record in, in delivering tech for good projects with these types of populations, uh, but we were also pleased to find that uh, Palo IT designers, architects, developers were also very conscious of the challenges ahead of us, and they provided uh, great support, great support uh, to do three things, uh, to co-design the solution, uh, to implement it, and to test it out uh, in the real world. So. First, um, on the co-design, we, we really co-designed the, the IT solution with, uh, with the help of Palo to, um, to respond uh, to our needs and uh, to have a solution that can really adapt to many different uh, contexts of use. And in, in this particular case, um, the, I would say the, the crispy details are around the fact that uh, we, we are facing uh, non-digitally savvy users, uh, sometimes illiterate users, uh, poorly connected to the internet, equipped with old IT gear, with uh, very small screens, maybe not touch screens, etc. So, so uh, this is maybe not so typical, I would say, for uh, for uh, Western-based uh, um, IT development projects. And uh, concretely. Palo IT helped us around the IT design of the solution and then the, the interface design. Um, then um, we, the second uh, task that, that we've done with Palo was to actually implement uh, the solution. 
uh, and uh, very importantly, by taking sustainability considerations into account, uh, even sometimes adopting low-tech approaches um, uh, for this project. So we, we worked uh, with Palo IT around uh, developing software, uh, but also around integrating existing uh, market tools uh, in our architecture where um, development was not really uh, relevant or required. And uh, third and lastly, um, um, Palo IT helped us test um, early prototypes of the solution and uh, assisted us in running a user test um, remotely um, at the other side of the globe uh, with, of course, the assistance of uh, Cipri, who, uh, who, who will, uh, uh, who's been involved into uh, Creating the link, uh, the, the the trust and the tra and translate uh, with uh, with the the with the um, the actual future users, and I'm sure Jordan will tell a little bit more about that later on. So, um, I would say to conclude, you know, it's we we found that it's not um, it's not always common to to see actors in the in the IT industry who truly embrace sustainability and uh, who train their personnel on on design for impact, uh, on IT for green, coding practices, et cetera. And, and uh, this was for us of utmost importance because we are very attentive as a, as a mission-driven company uh, uh, and, and, and as a sustainable uh, business, not to, not to create um, adverse social and environmental effects if we use technologies to support our initiatives than uh, if we were not uh, using IT uh, at all. So um, I must say that with my IT background, perhaps I've, I've been a bit of an unusual project, uh, product manager uh, because I could really deep dive into some of the, the, the architectural choices and implementation details. Uh, and I was very um, attentive uh, and, and carefully examined the, the implementation details. For instance, we had a a lot of discussions about how the application can minimize the battery consumption because this is important uh, in, in this context, uh, how we can minimize the network traffic that is being uh, uh, generated because uh, you know, for, for, for the, the, the populations we're targeting, this is also key. Um, and we, we really wanted to ensure that we would not create uh, any inequality or, or, or um, disadvantaged participants uh, who, uh, for a big part, uh, live under the poverty line. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a, great, uh, um, a great work. And again, uh, thank you. Thank you for all that. I think, Jordan, perhaps you want to, to, to talk a little bit about some of the findings we, we, we done in, in, in these uh, UI design and, and, and user testing phases. Yep, sorry. Uh, yes, uh, I can talk a bit about the, uh, the place I had in this project. And uh, as a UX designer, generally speaking, I, I'm in charge, as I said in my presentation, of the, the user experience. Um, and my role is to ensure uh, that uh, I and that we meet uh, their needs and make their daily life uh, easier. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, but in this specific project, um, we had to adapt all patterns and methods, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, to go deeper in low-tech and uh, user research. Um, as um, 
we are no longer designing uh, a solution for people who are used to technology, as you said just before, Christian. Um, but for women and men who do not have access uh, to internet um, as easily as we do, and who live especially peacefully without it. So we we had to find a way to introduce this in their lives. So many questions uh, popped in at the, uh, at these times. So how can we make them uh, want to use our applications every day? Uh, or how can we make them to use their phone in the fields uh, or the application in the fields when they work? Because um, as we said, again, uh, no access to internet, probably dirty hands, uh, small phones, not every time a touchable phone, um, or probably phones that are not strong enough to, to support an application. So we had to, to take globally all this uh, inputs um, to find a way to give them uh, the, the participant hub uh, we wanted to. And uh, a highlight moment was uh, of the co-creation was the first user test. You introduced it a bit, uh, Christian, just before. But you can imagine how uh, difficult it was to organize such a test. Uh, as you said, Christian, it was on a different part of the world. And uh, what we needed, first of all, uh, we needed a diverse panel of users, including men and women of different ages, uh, from different locations. Uh, and. Um, and it's easy to, to identify that needs from uh, a Paris office, uh, but very complicated to implement this in Indonesia, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so the first difficulty was that our users uh, uh, was scattered in different cities, uh, even different countries, and in areas with limited access and communication networks. So really, complicated to, to get in touch with them. And the second difficulty uh, is that our users speak Indonesian or Indonesian dialects. Um, so, which again, uh, reduce our uh, accessibility to, to them. So working alone in France, we could never have uh, achieved this fit, uh, but with our partnerships uh, between our three organizations, which is XAPA, as uh, explained before, Product Owner, uh, ex uh, Expert in Accessibility with his global visions uh, of the project and his challenges. Uh, we could explain how, what, why, all the global vision of the projects and, and really contextualize uh, the solutions. Um, and in another hand, uh, Sunspirit, the local NGO, uh, that we'll speak a bit uh, further on, uh, who could act as a translator, which was really, really uh, important for us, but also, and above all, uh, a trust, as a trusted reference uh, for small orders, uh, which is essential uh, for them and for us uh, to express deep uh, needs and, and real sincere feelings. Uh, if if they they do not have this uh, particular relation with the NGO, we couldn't have such great uh, feedbacks. Um, so we have been able to, to have a global coverage, uh, I would say, in, of international actions uh, remotely by video conferences uh, in France for us, for uh, Christian and I, for example. Um, and, and also in physical, in person there, uh, 
in in Indonesia uh, with some spirits and with uh, in particular Cipri that that's going to talk uh, later on uh, and it's with the cooperation of all of us uh, and our desire for deep co-creation uh, that's the main point of all this subject uh, that we're able to to carry out a remote user test um, and, and we did it hand in hand within different countries so which is remarkable um, and without the three of us working hand in hand at this point in time we would not have been able to get such great feedback uh, and and detail on how to further develop our product and as I just one point I, I, I remind one thing is that uh, on the western side of the world we used to we are really used now uh, of pictograms you know like a little personage or, or little image that can make make us think of, of what it is even if we don't read things and what we discover is that for for them it's not that easy to understand all these pictograms and that we had to probably uh, make all the application uh, listenable uh, so touch on on images or text or pictograms and then listen what it is in every language so that that that's why really um, a remarkable moment to understand that what we used to they're not used to even though we thought that's easily and uh, a pictogram really easy to understand or whatever. So yeah, that was really interesting moment uh, to, to carry on uh, that user that test all together. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for this, uh, this uh, very interesting anecdote that uh, really <laughs> tells us about the, the, the project itself. Um, now let's see the, the, the key role uh, Sense Spirit for Justice and Peace and New City played uh, in the field to make sure uh, uh, Suti works. Um, uh, Cipri, can you explain to us your daily work with farmers and, uh, and the impact Sense Spirit has locally? Okay, uh, thank you. So, uh, first of all, uh, for us, this uh, Suti digital solution is uh, an experimental work to solve uh, long enduring problems suffered by uh, smallholder producers of the, of the all well-known uh, global commodities in the global commodity chains, like uh, uh, rubber or coffee or all these uh, uh, global commodities. And uh, specifically in rubber, we identified uh, three underlying issues. So uh, first is that, um, while the products such as rubber provides raw materials for lucrative uh, industries, farmers get minimum or even no support in terms of capacity building in the cultivation. So they rely on the, on the uh, traditional ways of doing uh, cultivation while uh, knowledge has already improved. So the first problem is that access to knowledge, which is not available. Secondly, uh, while the price is, uh, of the global commodities are uh, usually uh, high in global market, the farmers get very minimum benefit out of this because of the, uh, one of the problems is that uh, non-transparency of the price, so access to fair price. Thirdly, while uh, the government and the companies tend to 
invest very low in these two issues. There are actually uh, nowadays possible solutions provided by the internet uh, revolution. Everyone has access to the, to the digital solution. So we see within these uh, three contexts, we see this uh, Suti as, uh, as a possible solution to address these issues in terms of uh, uh, access to knowledge, access to fair price and uh, digital solution then where everyone actually uh, across the world have, have access to, to internet. And it requires uh, involvement of many actors, but also uh, a way of working that it is, uh, it is a bit uh, adaptable to, to the possible digital solutions. Uh, so we see Suti as, a, as potentially a solution for, for this. That's why we decided to, to get involved in this and play play this role. And um, our role specifically in this, like I said, it is uh, still uh, very new. That's why we call it uh, experimental because there is possible success in it, but also uh, possible failure that needs uh, further improvement. Our role is uh, first we conduct a diagnosis study to find out the relevant problems need to be addressed. And then we propose uh, what, what kind of solutions that that can be uh, can be done. Secondly, uh, we provide inputs for the content, so we get involved in the content uh, design. So we are not really familiar with the with the app itself, but we get involved in uh, proposing contents. And thirdly, we also help the the organization of user experience uh, tests, so with the farmers uh, in different stages of the development of the app. And also we get involved in the in translating the content. So not only to the local uh, language, but also to, to, to transform that, uh, that the content should be understand in different contexts. And in this case, the the farmers with different age, with different ethnicity, different uh, uh, access to technology, etc. So, in short, uh, uh, we are uh, we see hope in this uh, in this quite uh, uh, kind of work, and to to really uh, it might be uh, a digital solution to the problems we have, but it is kind of democratization of knowledge where farmers have a direct access and it should be, it should be really cheap because uh, uh, they can they can use it by using phone and and also uh, we believe that through digital solution uh, everyone should have rights to to the knowledge in that sense they can really improve the skills uh, by uh, direct access to to the knowledge provided on internet. Uh, secondly, also the, the free information, like the, the farmers can know the price and then, uh, and, and also the global buyers can, uh, can also directly know uh, what are the price uh, uh, received by the farmers in the real sense. Uh, in that sense, I think the, the idea of, uh, sustainability, uh, fairness in the global community can, can be achieved. It is still a long way to go, but we see 
some hopes in this kind of uh, work. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cipri. Um, just uh, the, the pictures that you, you sent to us uh, before. Sorry. Yeah, so the pictures are actually taken from uh, uh, this uh, particular rubber project in Indonesia. Here you can see, I think, uh, one of the first farmer groups that was trained uh, on these new uh, um, or better agricultural practice uh, um, through face-to-face uh, -face sessions and uh, with the help of also the digital tool who becomes a companion to the farmers when they return to the farm they have access to all of the content they can uh, re-visualize and uh, and reinforce their learning uh, back in the farm and uh, then uh, the the NGO comes regularly back at them um, to to gather feedback and understand uh, how things are going um, and uh, and uh, we also um, capture information from the farmers directly uh, pertaining to their work and life conditions this helps us understand whether we're making an impact uh, or not. So as Cipri said, these, these are early days. Um, and uh, time will tell if, <laughs> if we actually uh, reach these, uh, these impacts we're aiming for. Uh, we're, we're very confident that we've done the, the right things in terms of uh, design. Uh, now it's the execution part. Uh, so I, I hope that in a in a year or two, we can gather again uh, to actually give some some uh, some some numbers uh, on the improvements that have, have been met. At least, I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Chris Christian. Um, thanks for the the, the wrapping wrapping up. Um, it's true that this co-design project was a first success, but we wish you many more to come because you were able, um, I think that it was a success because of three uh, ingredients that you all uh, uh, said during this session. The first one is that um, you were able to put yourselves into someone else's sh shoes um, and to understand the population. Uh, the second one uh, said by a team earlier is the, that you were able to get out of your comfort zone and to understand the lifestyle, it's the third one, the lifestyles of smallholder farmers in rural area, areas in Indonesia. Um, so I, I have to say that uh, Suti is made to scale up sustainable farming uh, practices. Uh, so it, it, it was the first, uh, first round in Indonesia, as you said before, uh, um, Christian, but uh, uh, feel, feel free to reach out to Palo or to Xapa in case, uh, in case of Suti interest or if you want, if you want as a cooperation to help these populations. Um, and in case, uh, reach out to Palo uh, if you, um, in case of UX design or uh, impact design interest. Uh, and if you have any questions, uh, uh, please feel free to ask them now and unmute your mic. Uh, we, we will be glad to, to answer your questions. So um, we are listening to you guys. Thank you. Hello. Hello, good day, everyone. Thank you so much for sharing, which is uh, through our insight and it was very inspiring in terms of positive case study to make a positive impact to the society. Right, so um, just a quick introduction of myself. I actually joined Palo IT Singapore team three days ago. So uh, I actually came across this webinar and that's why I wanted to find out more in terms of positive initiative we are doing uh, from a company perspective. So just curious, right, um, if I'm not mistaken, this 
uh, particular initiative is more like a draw up initiative, if I'm not mistaken. So to what extent does this particular project in terms of duty actually um, you know, um, gather or garner some form of recognition from government, Indonesian government perspective? So I'm not sure whether this has been touched on. It's a, it's a good, good point. Uh, Hatim, do you want to elaborate on this? Yeah, yeah, of course I can. Um, okay, thank you very much for this question. Huh? Um, so indeed, um, you, uh, before, before starting the design of the project, of course, uh, we need to see as the scale, uh, and we are envisaging to start in one point, working with one factory, with one partner, but the idea if, if this initiative is uh, working very well, is to replicate all over the country in the area where there are some uh, rubber farmers. And of course, if you want to scale up, you need additional resources. And we hope that the government uh, will participate, will acknowledge first the impact of the project. And uh, of course, uh, will support that uh, to expand and deploy in other regions. At the beginning of the project, we made sure that this project was not going against I would say uh, some of the uh, uh, would you advices uh, that the government is providing for this specific commodity. For instance, we uh, checked with the uh, Rubber Institute. Uh, we, of course, uh, you know, there are lots of uh, organizations, scientific organizations like C4, like ECRAF, uh, who worked a lot on rubber plantation. We were in touch with them. Uh, and uh, uh, especially the experts to see what has been done so far in order not to, to reinvent the wheel. And then to, uh, of course, we already had some uh, content available uh, because rubber industry is a very long lasting industry. And uh, we uh, add uh, some, um, let's say content that are specifically to the uh, digital application. However, we, make sure that all the practices that we are promoting through the app are not going against some recommendation. I can give you a, a very simple example. Uh, in the uh, government, uh, um, I would say um, advice uh, about tapping, they, um, they, they, uh, they say that you should tap the tree D4 and D2, that means every two days, every four days, not to uh, tap every day and not to, uh, let's say, exhaust the tree too much. So uh, uh, um, according to the expertise gathered by Michelin uh, during, uh, uh, during uh, many decades on the rubber, we are compiling and we are making uh, the best option between the recommendation from the government and the recommendation from the expert in order to find a, a good compromise. Of course, we are not promoting any product or any things that are uh, going uh, against uh, the national regulation for sure. But we are uh, a little bit more um, ambitious uh, in uh, the inputs. We try to shift and all the chemical inputs with uh, organic or homemade inputs uh, to make the farmer more resilient. But um, uh, regarding your uh, specific point, we are uh, checking all the recommendations from the government on this specific commodity be before uh, starting any design process. 
Yeah, I would say, Atim, however, that we, we don't wait for a government to come to us and say, okay, let's do something. We, we typically start with the, the, the corporate, uh, the, the corporates uh, that have an, uh, an, also an interest to, uh, to do good uh, in their supply chain. For instance, uh, Michelin uh, and, and Porsche are, are heavy natural rubber consumers, and uh, they are facing, uh, you know, strategic risks when it comes to uh, securing access to the, uh, to the, the, the raw material, uh, because we have uh, an aging farmer's population, because the youngs don't want to work in farms and they want to go into the cities, uh, because the, the prices have been fluctuating so that uh, they have changed their activities to something more profitable and they have left uh, their, their plantations behind, etc. So, so uh, we're trying, as you can see, to combine the interest also of these groups, uh, create some traction. And of course, uh, the next phase is, is that uh, as, as we want to scale up, uh, you know, playing with the support of governments is going to be key uh, for sure. Uh, as a matter of fact, we, we are discussing um, um, in, 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 in other regions uh, with corporates as well as uh, government entities to actually uh, kickstart the, the, the project, some, some projects with already a bigger scale. But uh, we're not waiting for, uh, for governments. We're, we're actually maybe starting with, with corporates, uh, with the private sector uh, to start with. Yeah, thanks so much for the insurance again. Appreciate our team and Christian. And welcome uh, on board at Palo, <laughs> second day. Thank you. <laughs> Do we have uh, other questions? I don't think, I think it's the, the end of the session since uh, it's already been an hour, one hour. Yes, yes, we're one minute past the hour. Yeah, okay. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. And uh, thank you, have a good day, CC. Feel free to reach out if you have any other question uh, coming up. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone, thank bye -bye. you. Have a good day. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day. Nice presentation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ramanan.